Welcome into KCOU Studio A. It is the packed house. Aiden O'Connor and Grant Salzman in studio. Mickey Doolittle spending some time on the DL. He is joining us via Zoom, via Facebook. This some, is the 10 day DL, yeah, not the, maybe, not the maybe 15 day, day. day anymore. Maybe even day to day. So, yeah, we might not even have to put him on the DL. Mickey, you got us? You there? Yeah, I got Beautiful. you. Beautiful. There we go. Um, you know, 10 day DL, you know, day to day injury. We're, we're good. We're, we'll be back. We'll Mickey, be back are you going to let the viewers know exactly what your injury was? Or? No, you don't. You don't. That's not how this works. <laughs> A little too close. <laughs> we, can, we can go undisclosed. Yeah, it's, undisclosed. An un, it's personal for, reasons. Exactly. First, he's, he's on the shelf for personal reasons. So, Had to go back home like for a little bit. Ridley without the gambling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that might not be the best comparison either. <laughs> so. The entire time we have had this packed out show, whether it was the pre-Grant Salzman era, the current Grant Salzman era, whatever comes next, we have prided ourselves on attempting to cover every single sports news, info, games, everything that has happened in the sports world. And guys, this week, it, we, got, we got a challenge. We got a challenge. Uh, baseball's back. Hallelujah. It took us long enough. Uh, NFL free agency, March Madness. We're not even going to get to the NBA and the NHL today, but... We've got a crazy, we've got a packed show. We have got a packed yeah. show on the packed house. It's why it's named that. And I think what we're going to try to focus on the most is March Madness because we have pushed college basketball to the side recently amid everything with the NFL and um, and baseball. But college basketball is going to be our main focus 100% for these next two weeks. Without a doubt, we'll be covering everything. So Aiden, Mickey, should we just... Uh, we want to hop in the brackets, or we want to go through. Should we want to get our grades? Let's, do we let's let's dive in right into MLB free agency. All right. So how I, about here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna get through this quick. We're gonna we're gonna go to the classroom for this. We're gonna give some grades. We're gonna list off all the moves that happened. A to F. A to F. Are the big moves. We're not gonna do yeah. the little. I don't care if yeah. uh, Carlos Martinez of the Giants isn't gonna make any news, but man, there's some there's some news there. We got a Giants fan and a Cardinals we fan. Do. I think we got to bring that up. We'll go. Oh, yeah. So let's start with uh, the Matt Olson trade. Yeah. Wow. Traded to Atlanta, signed an eight-year, $168 million deal. Oh, my goodness. That Holy is a lot. cow. And Mickey made a good point. I don't know who wrote on the doc. One of you made a good point. Is very surprised that I was very surprised, too, that they do all this for Olsen instead of just signing your you're literally the face of your franchise. It's like Albert Pools to the Cardinals. The ship, like, the ship has it's, sailed. So It's a Freddie right, Freeman. So- my thought process in this, like, I, I kind of get their thought process. Freeman is 32. Yeah. He's, you know, he's aging. He's getting up there. Olsen's still only 27. So if you have a younger option like Olsen, that's probably like it, he's in the same range mm-hmm. as Freddie Freeman. It could be flipped both ways, whether or not he's better. But if you have that younger option, I understand going after him. But my problem with this move is is that you're giving up a franchise cornerstone for yeah. a younger option that's going to be more expensive. So not only do you give up the prospects in a trade, mm-hmm. but you also, like, if you were, if Freddie Freeman was a free agent and Matt Olson was a free agent, I would actually really like this move if they went out and signed Matt Olson instead yes. of Freddie if Freeman. If they didn't have they're giving up a full package up. deal. Yeah, and it's because the prospects yep. were involved in this. They gave up... The four prospects that they gave up were all in Atlanta's top 
15 prospects and two of them were top 100 guys. So mm -hmm. it's really a heavy price to pay to get younger. That said, it's an, it's a really great, he's a really great player that they're getting at the uh, first base position. And it kind of, I don't mean to put in my at home bias with the Cardinals, but it kind of reminds me almost exactly of the Albert Pohl situation. Cause he was 32 when he left St. Louis in 2011 and he, was going to be obviously we all saw the mon monstrous deal he signed with uh, the Angels in 2011 for 10 years, and instead the Cardinals were able to build more with their younger guys. A young Yadier Molina was able to get a big deal. They were able to sign Carlos Beltran, able to keep David Freeze when he was at his prime. Matt Holiday, they were able to keep. They made a World Series yeah. off it, made a ton of NLCSs. And while this is a little different. The Braves obviously are trading for his replacement, unlike the Cardinals who just signed a bunch of players in free agency. It's still kind of the same. You're letting your cornerstone guy go because he's aging, he's going to sign a huge contract, and at the end of his contract he might not be as effective anymore. And instead getting Olsen over probably the same period that Freeman will sign for, for a little bit more, but he'll probably be effective for all eight years. Over his contract. Oh, I don't think I don't think Freeman's getting an eight-year deal though. No, yeah, no I don't way. think there's don't, any no, way. No, you're not, you're not. No, he'll be under contract until he's what 40, 41. No way. That's I don't, true. I think eight years is. That's yeah. true. No, no yeah. not everyone's Albert Pools. Yeah, but I'm still How old saying. Is Olsen? How old is Olsen? Twenty-seven. Eight? I'm still saying that even if he signs a six-year, five-year deal, he probably won't be as effective in three years. Even you know what I'm saying? Is that yeah? Unless he signs a two-year deal at the end of this deal with people are saying the Dodgers, mm -hmm. he won't be as effective at the end. All right, so like I said, we're going to go to school. We're going to give this a grade. I would give this an A if they already lost Olsen and they're just – or they, if they already lost Freeman and they're just signing Olsen, but because of what they gave up, how many of their top prospects they've gave up, even though you're getting a great player, I'll give it like a B-. minus. I give it a B. Same reasoning. I just mm -hmm. feel like Olsen's really? good enough that it's a B. Mickey? Lower I'm higher? Going to, I'm going to C here just okay. because I like that. you're We're selling the same your area. farm for, for a guy at the same position. And and I, I, I'd i even go a C-. minus. It's okay. just I see too that. heavy of a price to pay. I was thinking about even going lower, but I, I'm happy with my B-. And honestly, pay. the A's might have won. The A's might have won uh, the deal. We don't oh, know. my it's, goodness. It's the gonna, A's got a haul. Yeah, they got a lot, but it's going to take us at least, you know, you talk about top 100 prospects. It's, it's like base. Yeah. It base it's not like it's the gonna, NFL where you know right away. Exactly. It's going to take a while. We don't know. And well, and Pache and and uh, Le, Le, I'm sorry, I don't know the second name. Langolaris. I don't know. Langolaris. The catcher. Call him both the catcher. Both of them are nearly M both of them are nearly MLB ready. They're both guys. That I think Pache is for sure. Pache has been at the ma is. major league level. And I honestly so think I, him going to a team like the A's, which a fire sale obviously right now is going to get him a lot more looks, a lot more playing time than a team like the Braves. Yeah. So all right. Uh, what do we got? B, B minus, C minus. Let's move on. The Yankees. This one was weird. Josh Donaldson, Isaiah, Kinnear, Falefa, I want to say. And they send Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela to the Twins. Mickey's got it down as a weird deal. I agree. This it's is kind of. Well, I don't know if you guys know. Keener Falifa was just on the Rangers three days ago. Uh huh. Yeah. He got dealt to the Twins and dealt the to the Yankees. There was a picture of him shaking hands with. Um, where did he go first? He went, yeah. He, he went, went from the Rangers to, to the, the Yankees. Yeah, there's a picture. Or not of, from the Rangers yes. to the Twins, now to the Yankees. They posted a video on Twitter of like him meeting with the Twins owner and then the next day he's gone. Yeah. So I don't know. It happens. I've, I personally, I'm not a huge Rangers watcher, so this name is not as familiar. I think to we're me. all going to start to be Rangers watchers in the next handful yeah. of years. Yeah. Yeah. 
They're entertaining. Maybe, maybe they're not, not going to be great, but, but yeah, they're going to be entertaining. Yet, in a couple of years, for yeah, sure. Yeah, who, who'd they all sign? I forget pre-lockout. Their middle infield, they paid uh, Simeon and who's the other guy? Seager. Seager, and they got pitching, too. Yeah, they're gonna be. They're not going to be great yet, but a couple of years they will be. Maybe yeah. almost a wild card. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's weird because uh, Falifa, Falefa, I don't know. He plays shortstop Falefa. and catcher. Falefa. 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 And Gary Sanchez is the Yankees' starting catcher, if I'm not mistaken. And He's going to get a big DH spot with the Twins. Yeah, and you give a big a third baseman in Gio Urshela for Josh Donaldson, who's aging, he's still producing. <sighs> He, he had a good year last year. He did, it but Gio Rochelle is still younger than him. Yeah, I know. And probably— Aiden, why do you hate Josh Donaldson? I love uh, Josh Donaldson. He, Josh Donaldson approached Lucas Giolito uh, in the parking yeah, lot he was of a, Comiskey yeah, Stadium yeah. after the game. He was a Blue Jays player for a while there. He went up to Lucas Giolito yeah. and told him that he was using spider Tech. Oh, game. yeah. And then the next game, Giolito like, struck him out twice and called him a bum, and it was great. So, <laughs> but— Who's the Yankees' starting catcher now? That's a great question. Is it Falifa? Falifa? No, that guy's a shortstop. But he's a shortstop and a catcher. What? Yeah, yeah he can catch. What? He can catch <laughs> and he play shortstop. Oh, that's awesome. No, I don't think he's. Can he's a weird little utility player that's going to be really valuable wherever he is. He'll be which valuable. Is why they got? I don't think you grab this guy that's been playing the infield for the past three years and he's the Yankees' starting catcher. Now, what did the Twins get up to get him first? Because that will kind of—I'm not 100 percent sure what they gave up. To get him. I, I Do you know, know Mickey? Uh, so they gave up in this deal Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela. No, 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 no. no. What, did the, what did the Twins give up to, to get Isaiah to the Rangers? There was one other prospect in this deal, So I not believe. much? Not no, because no, no, yeah, we're okay. saying that the, the Twins... Either way, I don't think it was much. ...traded for Isaiah three days ago. From the Rangers. From who the Rangers. The, who did the Rangers get? Yeah. Is the question, but I don't think it's a lot because I looked at it. Yeah, I don't think it's a lot. Uh, yeah, I looked at it and I was like, oh, no, so they got uh, that aging. I think they got Garver. Oh, Mitch, you're right. Oh, you're exactly yeah. right. Yep, Mitch Garver. So that's nothing. That, okay. That's a bag of chips. So, yeah, so I think honestly, if I'm going to rate this, Yankees get a, I guess for a like and like like this, I still think the Twins get, a, for what they gave up to get mm-hmm. these players, the Twins get a B for me, B plus in the Yankees. I feel like they lost the deal, get a C. I think I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I think C is the right area. I'm going to go C for the Twins and C plus for the Yankees just because I think Josh Donaldson just, is by far the yeah, best it's player. Yeah, like like, it's a like yeah. and like deal kind of. It's mm-hmm. not like Gary Sanchez not, I think has a lot of potential still. I like Gary Sanchez. Six one, half dozen the other. I yeah, don't think either team is getting crazy no, better from this I don't. Mickey? I don't think so either. I think Twins are going all in. If you're a Twins fan, I think you're excited. They're, they've not all in, but they've gotten some good pieces. They're signing some good players. I think – they might be better than they were last year. I hope not. I hope so. It's hard to be worse. Mickey, you trade? Know, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say I was doing research on this last night and then I didn't fall asleep in the middle of it. So And then I completely forgot to come back to it. So I'm going to just not give a grade on this because I just simply do not know enough about this these players to I have a valid <laughs> opinion on it. All right. Well, I'm almost positive you're going to have a valid opinion on the next one. My guy Los. Oh, yeah. Carlos uh, Rodon heads to the Bay Area. Two years, $44 million deal. He has an opt-out after this year, and I'm going to say something first before anyone else can judge me about this. I love Carlos Rodon. I was at his first no-hitter. It was Carlos Rodon is one of those guys that's going to go out there and say F you and throw the ball as hard as he can by you. He's a matchup nightmare for lefties with that slider. But the one knock I've always had on Carlos Rodon 
and it came to fruition again last year, is can he stay healthy? And that's what I'm worried about. And when he was a free agent this year, I obviously 100%, I'm not saying this as an excuse for me to feel better about the deal. I 100% wish he was still, he came back to the Sox on this exact deal. But it's always a worry for me. And when he, he missed, they had to skip his spot in the rotation four times last year at the end of the year. And then in the playoffs, he came out and could only do two innings. And it's just, he really hasn't put together even three quarters of a season in total on the mound. And that's what scares me. But the potential is obviously there. The ceiling is obviously crazy. And the year he's coming off this year, go out there and do – I obviously, I wish him the best. I hope he goes out there and absolutely shoves. So that's that's my so, little tangent. But you hope he stays so healthy? So my yes. – Yeah. Oh, you, Mickey. Oh, Grant, you going or no? No, no, you're up, Mickey. It's your – Oh my bad. Okay, yeah. So Zoom, Zoom already not not doing great for us right now. Uh, um, I love this deal so much for the Giants. This is such a team friendly deal, and it's also kind of a player friendly deal. Mm-hmm. So how it's structured is it is a two year, forty four million dollar contract. A uh, little bit more money in the second year of the deal. A little less money in the first year of the deal. Um, so ultimately. There is an opt-out, a player opt-out after the first year. So if Frodon goes out there and absolutely shoves and is worth $25, $26 million yeah. a year, he's going to opt out of this deal. But in all likelihood, it's going to be somewhere in the middle, and he's going to throw you know, 100 and, you know, 125, 130 innings, and he's going to have a decision to make whether or not to come back for another year. And for the Giants, this is – so good because you do not make a long-term commitment to a guy with such big health issues. So like you look at a Corey Seager that's getting, you know, what a seven, eight year deal with the Rangers and he's, and he's had all these health concerns. You're locked into that and you're not, you're not getting out of that. And the giants, you know, worst case scenario, Rodon goes out there, throws, you know, 20 innings this year. All the risk is with ownership, paying a guy $20 million to just not do anything for you. And Rodon, you know, opts back into the second year of the contract and earns $23, $24 million in the second year of the deal. So I honestly really love this deal because the Giants aren't paying him beyond two years and they're paying him a lot of money. And and frankly, the Giants have a lot of money to spend right now. So I really like this. It's a super high, high ceiling, low floor signing. But because it's so short, the the floor doesn't really matter to me. I agree. Yeah, and I... I agree, and I don't think either way, Mickey, that Carlos Rod- Rondo. Rodon. God, I can't talk. Rodon. Carlos Rodon. I knew it was Rodon. Lose. I just, just call him Los. No, I know. I know his name. I couldn't talk. <laughs> I don't think he will be a giant for more than two years. Just I think he's either going to pitch very well and get too big of a contract that the Giants can't afford, or he's going to be yeah. hurt, and then the Giants won't bring him back anyway after year two. I'm think it's going to be the first one. I think, I think you're he's exactly going to pitch right. very well. It's going to be a great two-year deal for the Giants. While they're very competitive, one of the best teams in the NL, maybe a World Series opportunity, kind of their window right now again. And then if it doesn't work out, he's going to go somewhere else, and he's going to get a huge deal somewhere else, maybe back to Aiden Sox. Who knows? I was actually just about to think about that. Like, what if he just goes out and goes crazy and then comes home? Like, that'd yeah. be awesome. But what people don't <laughs> realize, too, about Carlos Rodon is two years ago, he was non-tendered by the Sox. Nobody wanted him. The Sox yeah, went yeah. back and signed him two weeks before spring training and said, what can you do? I have a text that I had to post on social media after Carl. I was at his no-hitter. Rode on back to the Sox from my cousin, and I said, 
And my uncle was like, yeah, he can still be a starter, a top five starter. And I was like, yeah, maybe with the Orioles or something. And I had to eat my words. But, yeah, he, he was not good two years ago. And he just came out last year. And like I said, he shoved. He was awesome. I loved him to death. I was crazy lucky to witness his no-hitter. And I hope Mickey witnesses the next one. That's what we posted on Twitter. So I'm going with, I li- yeah, like I said, I like the deal a lot just because of his injury history and that ceiling. I'm going to go with an A. A minus maybe. B plus. Somewhere in that area. I'd go A. My Just pride, I can't a. give it any more than an A. <laughs> Mickey. I I think because you're not getting the long term, you know, it, it's you know, it's not for more than two years. I can't give it above an A here, but I, I'm gonna go with, you know, the best it possibly could be. That, that's an A for me. Love it. All right. Next one and what time is it? Two twenty five. Let's we're gonna try to get through these a little yeah, bit quicker. Let's go. We got a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Nelson Cruz in the Nationals. Obviously, you can still swing it. He's getting old. One year, fifteen million dollars. Don't even. We don't need to rate B. him. It's probably gonna be I'm a BC. Yeah, very yeah. good for his age. Yeah. Let's, Mickey, I, I wanna, yeah. You say yours, Mickey. Then let's touch on the Reds a little bit more, and then we'll fly through the yeah, rest. They're driving a tank through the NL yeah. Central. That's for sure. I I I I think I've heard this from like Trevor Plouffe or something on uh, John Boy or something, but. Someone once said that there is no such thing as a bad one-year deal. Uh, and, and it's kind of the same thing as Rodon is, you know, mm-hmm. you're not locked into it long-term. Nelson Cruz continues to sign these high AAV deals for one year. And I, I really love this for both Cruz and the Nationals. I, I give this an A. All right. Uh, so, Sonny Gray to the Twins from the Reds. Jesse Winker from the Reds to the Mariners. Eugenio Suarez from the Reds to the Mariners for this is the Winker Suarez deal. They got Justin Dunn, Drake, Jake Fraley, Brandon Williamson, and a player to be named later. Dunn's a high prospect. Fraley's been up and down. He's somewhere in the middle. Williamson, like I said, well, Williamson, when I looked at this deal, I thought he was much higher rated than he was. He's not. He's not anything crazy. And the player to be named later, obviously, could be anyone. So, well, Grant? I love that the Mariners are going for it. I do, too. And two, I, I hate the Cincinnati it, Reds with a passion. Mm-hmm. I hate the Reds maybe more than I hate the Cubs because they just want to be wow, our rivals so tough. bad. Okay. And that means a lot. They they never are. They're just not our rivals. They start stuff all the time. Last year with Suarez stomping on home plate in front of uh, Dakota Hudson. A couple years, ten years ago with uh, what was his name starting a fight with Yachty, Johnny Cueto punching, kicking people. Was that off the Amir the Garrett guy? Where it was no, like, no, uh, this was like ten oh. years ago. It was Brandon Phillips starting a fight with Yachty. You know, I hate Chris Bryant too. I hate the Cubs, but um, the Reds just are always want to be our rivals. They start the first half of the season so hot, then they fall off at the end. And I think the Reds are going to be the basement of the NL Central my, where they belong. My thing is, the Reds were a they were piece good, or decent. two away. That's a piece thing. or That's two away, I, and now they but, got. Rid of everyone. The Reds are gonna red. Why? In my opinion, they're always gonna what be the Reds. They're gonna be really good until the All Star break and fall off. You saw it last year. I'm pretty sure they led the division at the All Star break. They fell off. Cardinals, Brewers overtook them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's gonna happen again. Um, I think the NL Central is now kind of a two horse race. Honestly, I don't think it's I don't I think, think obviously. It's... I don't think the Pirates are good enough. I don't think the Reds are gonna be good enough. And I don't think the Cubs are gonna be good enough. I think it's gonna be. Cardinals, Brewers for the Central. Yeah, I think it's more up for grabs than people think. Everyone's counting out the Brewers. Yelich has been bad. No, I'm not past. counting out the Brewers. I think it's going to be Brewers, Cardinals. I think it's yeah. going to be those two, I one could, and two. I, uh, and I could. it hurts me to say I it, could also uh, see the Cubs. If it hurts you to say now. it, it hurts me too. I could see the Cubs somehow, some way, finding a way. See, that's a great thing about Cardinals and Sox fans. We just have yeah. – I like the White Sox because the enemy – the enemy, enemy of my enemy is, is my, my friend. friend. Yeah. yeah, and I like that's I like how the I've always, that's how I was always felt about Angels fans. As a mm-hmm. Giants fan, it's like yeah, you gotta feel you, bad you're for cool. them too. 
Yeah, so <laughs> I think, I mean, we're going to talk about this later. I think the Cardinals are the best team in the Central. It's just about it. They put it together now. I, if they get yeah. if they get Trevor Story especially, which I hope. It's a big ask. I hope big so. Big ask. I hope. It, a lot of rumors about it, but mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll probably go with Edmundo Sosa instead. But. So all in all, I'm combining the Gray's move, the Sonny Gray move, and obviously Wade Miley's getting old, but he had a great year, and getting rid of him without missing a beat was odd for the Reds too. No more Castellanos for the Reds offseason. I'm I'm compiling these D. trades all into one. I'm going with a D, D. and then the Mariners. I, I'll give them a B plus for B+. going out. Yeah, that's Suarez exactly has a Suarez has a mm-hmm. lot of contract. Uh, Winkers obviously he was an All Star last year. Yeah. He was great. I love Jesse Winker. Yeah, yeah he's so, really good. B plus Mariners. D Reds, and I think Granson agree with me. I Mickey? agree wholeheartedly. All right, so same grade for both of them. So for this one, I, I I think the real takeaway here is that this new collective bargaining agreement really did not disincentivize tanking. No, not at all. That is exactly what's going on uh-huh. with Cincinnati right now, and I really don't think that their return was enough. Like Jesse Winker is an All Star caliber player, and and he's only. What is he? He was born in 93. I just saw this. He has two more years of team control. So Seattle's going to have him on the cheap for two more years before they yeah. have to pay him. Wow. He's 28 years old. He is awesome. And I really don't think that this deal got them enough in return. So for Seattle, this is an A plus for me. And then for Cincinnati, it's a D plus. Yeah. So that's same yeah. ballpark with what we said. Um, Are we good? Chris we- Bassett. Okay. Chris yeah, Bassett yeah, yeah. to the Mets. Um, that rotation just keeps getting better and better, and the Mets or the A's fire sale, fire sale seems to be underway. So, yeah, there's a lot to dive into there. I really don't. I are for, we are we done with grades? Should we just go through them real quick? Give our opinion so we can get to yeah, sure tournament. Yeah, I feel like well, we got to do NFL too. We've been crazy here. We got a lot. Um, Mickey, what do you think about Bassett? I I think that's a good deal. Obviously, a. yeah. The Mets are up and down yeah, for the, the starting rotation. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I don't think there's much to be said here. It's just a really great job by the Mets, and they're mm-hmm. going for it. Yeah. Um, you say, I say, whoever says, uh, Mr. Kikuchi to the Toronto Blue Jays. I think he is way too fastball heavy. I think he's good, but I've always just had that little notch on him. I don't, I don't really like Kikuchi from the Mariners, and he's heading to Toronto. I agree. Uh, Sox get Kelly. Yeah, Joe my, Kelly. One of my St. Louis Cardinals heroes, Joe <laughs> Kelly. Love the guy. Josh Harrison. Feel like both of them are really good pickups. Good, good uh, bench pieces for I mean, the. If you're able to go from a guy like Lance Lynn to a guy like Joe Kelly to a guy like Liam Hendricks, that's just. All I'm uh, saying is two just St. Louis. You have three middle this. fingers right there. Yeah. Those three. I mean, those guys are coming out there, come out there, <laughs> and just absolutely. Uh, I mean, Joe Kelly. And I don't Lance know how to Lynn, say it wow. on air, but. Those are those guys legends. just go out there and oh, just yeah just I, there's nothing that I can appropriately say on air what they do. Let's I just love say that Lance I can root Lynn for, being Lance I love Lynn that I can and Joe sorry. Kelly sticking out I love out that I can root Carlos for Joe Graham. Kelly now. Like yes, oh my goodness, yeah, because he, he's no longer a Dodger. I can finally root for him because he's awesome mm-hmm. and he's a fun reliever to watch. So the Josh Harrison one for the Sox, he's a you know career maybe 250, maybe a little lower. He's a guy that has literally played everywhere in the MLB besides catcher. And pitcher, obviously, uh, he can do it all. I think he's a great guy and one of the guys that you have to have on a championship team that can play everywhere and can give you a solid bat. I'm not sure how comfortable I feel with him being the everyday second baseman yet. He's had a lot of injury history, but obviously, at this point, obviously, there's a lot more to be signed, a lot more players to be had, 
and a lot more younger players to be de- developed for the Sox. But I think Harrison, those two moves, all in all for me, is a B plus. Uh, obviously, you can't give it an A. Not good enough names, but I don't think it's any lower than a C. I agree. Mickey, yep, what do you I think? Agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mets sign Adam Adovino. He had a good year last year going from the Yankees to the Red Sox. Mets are going to put more money at it. And Oh, I forgot to make one little note. On paper right now, and I know that there were some issues last year. On paper right now, do the White Sox have the best bullpen? You forget to get Ken- – they got Kendall Graveman, too. I would have to look Kendall Graveman, Joe Kelly, Liam Hendricks, Craig Kimbrell, Aaron Bummer, Garrett Crochet, Michael Kopech. I on paper, so. yeah. I think it's got to be five, yes. If, if anything, if not – you know, if not top three, baseball is just so weird. Yeah, it's hard to put someone. It's the hard best. to put. But when I was looking at that, and I completely forgot about the Kendall Graven signing because it was before the lockout and everything. But yeah, I, I was looking at it and I was like, "Wow, like this is the real deal." Can we talk about the Mets real well, quick? Well, you can never have enough. Have no, enough never. Relievers. Like, Vince, yeah. Vol- you guys know anything about Vince Velasquez? He's got like a career five point five ERA, but they signed him too, and that's the one thing that Han's been doing, especially this year. Yeah, short and spring training and everything. Get as many pitchers with MLB experience as you can find and hope for something, you know? Yeah. There's going to be injuries this year. There are going to be. There's no getting around it with this. You know, half the players weren't able to meet with doctors and everything. It's going to be a tough year. And um, with the Mets, just how many players they've signed, I still just don't feel like – I feel like the Mets are going to met. You know, I think so. I just – last year was a dumpster fire of a season for them, Lindor and Baez. I just feel like – it's kind of like the Yankees. They're they make the Mets will probably make the playoffs this year, but you just can't throw money at your problems. It doesn't always work, and I feel like the Mets throw their money at their problems. And again, we're going to see them come up short this year. And all these free agent well, signings, at least, at least with at least with Ottavino, they they start to address that mediocre bullpen that yes. they have. So mm-hmm. at least they do know what their problems are and where they need to get better. So, and, and new ownership that could change. So I don't know. Yeah, so the next True. three we got down here, along with Adavidum, Alex Calame went to the Rockies, Jesse Chavez back to the Cubs, and C-Sheck, my guy, uh, to the Washington Nationals. All three, I'd say mediocre relievers, but they all can get the job done. Uh, all three of those are around a C. There's no getting any better than that. Cubs signed Andrelton Simmons, which Sorry, means they won't Correa. get Correa. Didn't think they would. And Bruges grab a older Andrew McCutcheon that can still play. Say what you want about Andrew McCutcheon. I love Andrew One, McCutcheon. he can still play, and two, from everything written about him, everything I've heard about him, that guy's a leader. And he's going to yeah. go into a dugout, no. and yeah. he's going to, especially for a team like the Brewers. Surprise that, he's signing with the Central team that's not the Pirates. That's true. I will say but that. for Andrew McCutcheon to come to a team that has all the talent but was still sort of on a downslope, get a guy like that in your locker room or in all your clubhouse, talent. and I <sighs> with all that pitching, I think McCutcheon's a good signing for the Brewers. Yeah. All right. Mickey? I think that's MLB. Mickey, got yeah, anything to add real quick? Last grade. All right. NFL. Crazy week. Should we take a quick break? Yes. We're going to need a break. We're going to need to catch our breath. We quick are going to take a quick break here. We will be right back on KCOU 88.1 FM, the packed house with Aiden O'Connor, Grant Salzman, Mickey Doolittle. Getting tired of talking this quick. We will be right back. Welcome back to the packed house. It is a little bit more packed than usual today. Mickey Doolittle, Grant Salzman, Aiden O'Connor. Crazy week. We've got NFL free agency. We're going to stay in the classroom. We're going to give it some quick grades. Right down the line, and we are going to get to the madness that is March. Tom Brady, welcome back. Yeah, hey. and one quick thing, actually, that I just have been hearing developing mm-hmm. is that it sounds like a Deshaun Watson trade Ooh. to the New Orleans Saints wow. is being finalized. Wow. And no should way. and should be finalized tomorrow. It's obviously not official. Should, but it seems like... So when does Sean Payton say he's coming back? That's Seriously. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, it seems like that by... Tomorrow, 
Deshaun Watson should be a New Orleans Saints. That's wow. what's going on on Twitter. Obviously not the official. bird. The bird is popping. And a lot, can, a lot can happen with 24 hours. The only player that I've heard in um, the trade talks is Ryan Ramscheck. The tackle? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. yes. Okay. He's the only player I've heard. Probably going to be picks. A lot in there. So, uh, yeah, they're gonna not get official. A, they're going to get a bonus. But that's the rumors. We're going to quickly go through all these NFL grades and really focus on March Madness. So, we'll discuss next week for sure. Yes. All right. But, we're going to deep dive into these next week, except for one that I'm going to make a comment about today. As Tom said, Brady. Tom Brady retires. Mickey. A, right? A, Mickey, you are a Tom Brady well, lover. I don't know if you... You can't give really a grade to this. It's just I don't we, know if I you can give this happen. a grade. It, it happened faster than anyone expected. Exactly. And I I think you know obviously the Bucks are, you know, dropped down to like, you know, will they make the playoffs when he retired? And then now they're back up they're back. to Super Bowl because now so it, now everyone's going to sign back. All right. Yeah, exactly. Because people want to people will go to Tampa Bay on discounts to play yes. with Tom Brady. So, All right. Yeah. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. I'm giving an A to the Broncos a, and a C to the Seahawks. And they just got um Randall Gregory too from the Cowboys. Cowboys tried to it was official that he was signing Sign, with them. Yeah. They tried to they mess up his them. contract. He signs with them. They get the Broncos are really going all in, and I the AFC West is a nightmare. And of a now that the Broncos stole Randy Gregory from the Cowboys, news is Von Miller is looking at the Cowboys. You know, I oh. have a feeling everyone's talking this big West. I have a feeling that besides the Raiders, who I think probably will be the worst team in this conference division, I have a feeling that either the Chiefs, Cow, not. Chiefs, Broncos, or Chargers are going to be a bust in this division and struggle next year. I don't know who it will be, but I have a feeling one of them is. I don't think it's going to be the super conference division everyone's saying. No. All right. Amari Cooper went to the Browns for seemingly nothing, but it the way it was going, it looked like they would have had to cut him anyway, so they got a fifth and a sixth for something that they would have gotten nothing for. Browns, I think... The way this is going, it's another wide receiver to get thrown in the mix and kind of fall. They down. released Jarvis yeah. though, so like I feel like it's tough with a quarterback they don't love in Baker. Mm-hmm. I don't think this it makes the Browns. I think Amari's better than Jarvis. I think for the Browns, it's an A move getting him for literally nothing. I think it's an A move, but I don't think it improves their team drastically. That all of a sudden they're boosted because they don't now they if they had Odell and Jarvis Landry still. Yes, this is like. This offense is insane, but now it's it's just one guy. Like he's, I'm not saying Amari Cooper's not great, but you need more than mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, probably. Too. Mickey, um, but I have a couple of thoughts on this. Uh, a lot of people are asking what Dallas is doing, and and this was basically their alternative to cutting him because they didn't exactly. want to pay him that deal. Yep. So I honestly think that this makes more sense than a lot of people let on for Dallas. It's still probably a C minus because you're giving up one of the better receivers in the league. And you also just signed Michael Gallup to an extension. So you ultimately chose Gallup over Cooper, which is very, very, very strange. They overpaid Michael Um, Gallup, I think. But still, it makes more sense than a lot of people let on. Uh, For Cleveland, you know, awesome. Great deal. Uh, Get a quarterback. Yep. Uh, All right. The next one. Khalil Mack to the Los Angeles Chargers for seemingly nothing. And like I said with the A's, the fire sale is underway in Chicago. Cohen out, Goldman out, Trevathan out, Khalil out. I'm missing some more names in there too. Um, but Steelers just signed Daniels, James Daniels, which I'm mad about that. But good guard for the the for Bears. Are gonna, the Bears are going to have a lot of cap room next year, but it's going to be ugly for a little. Is bit. it going to be? Is this year going to be ugly? Bears. I think, I think yeah. it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. 
And the Chargers. Wow. J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, Bosa. They also signed two D tackles, Austin Johnson and Sebastian Joseph Day. And J.C. Jackson. They're finally putting together a defense. And they're going to need a defense gonna, in that division. I think they're going to be very Jackson, competitive. Good for J.C. Jackson, Seriously. man. Like, that guy, for some reason, he's been so underappreciated for years now. And it just felt like he wasn't going to get this deal. And then, you know, here comes L.A., appreciates him for his value and gives him that massive deal and very well deserved for him. As a Steelers fan, this stinks because the AFC <laughs> is absolutely stacked. And for some reason, I don't know why, I still have hope the Steelers are a playoff team this year because they're a playoff team with Big oh, Ben. They're going to the playoffs. They are going does that to move, the playoffs. Does that, that moves us right into... Mitch, baby. Let's, let's go. Mitch, Mitch is... Mitch, eat. Mitch has gotten a team with a solid group of guys around him. They already started boosting the O-line with James Daniels from the Bears, who's they only got 24. Viking, they re-signed their right tackle. Juke Sikora. Yeah, that guy. They, they um, signed a center who I can't remember his name from the Vikings. They are bolstering up the O-line. They have Najee Harris... Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, James Washington, not James Washington, Ray Ray McLeod, yeah. and maybe Juju Smith-Schuster. Who knows? I think out of all the teams and the opportunities that Mitch could have had, this is going to be mm-hmm. the best. And oh, yeah. When yeah. you can hand it to Najee yeah. Harris how many times in the season and he's a 1,000-yard rusher, I mean, that's going to help a lot. It's – I'm, I'm very – I think I'm going to have two TVs this whole season. And I'm going to be watching the Bears on one. And I'm going to be watching Mitch on the other. And Aiden I'm is so an honorary happy. Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Hey, right now, you're an honorary Mitch fan. I'm not. You the torch. Hey, the torch fine. has not been patched past the Grant yet. That's Mitch is fine. still my guy. Yeah, I think that's a great deal for Pittsburgh. I think a great bridge guy. It leads the leaves the door open for them to still be competitive mm-hmm. the next two years and draft a quarterback in year one or right now or maybe even yeah. next year. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, two more quarterback yep. news. Well, Mickey, what do you think? What do you think about Mitch the Steelers? Uh, I think it's a good move. I, I think right, good. I was going to hit the, the mute button if you said anything on else. The market available, you know, other than the clear starting caliber guys. But, yeah, I think he's a really good move, and he'll get another sh- chance. And I think it's well-deserved. Yeah, Speaking, and he's, yeah, he's not, obviously, he's not the Ben Roethlisberger replacement. You know, like, he's not... He's not the franchise oh, guy. No, I don't. That's yeah. what you he's think. He's not a long-term. That's what you he think. could be. He could be. I don't know. If he is, that, I'd love it. Exactly. But as of now, he's not, oh, mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger's replacement. He's 100%. probably not a two-time Super Bowl winner. He's not Ben Roethlisberger. But what he is, he's going to play better than Ben Roethlisberger did this year. And a old, barely mobile Ben Roethlisberger led this team to a 9-7-1 Come on. Ben was never ra- mobile. <laughs> but, ben was an athlete. Okay. Ben was an athlete. Okay. Couldn't move. He wasn't yes, an athlete. Yes. Nine, seven, and one in the playoffs somehow, and almost winning the division over the Bengals. They mm-hmm. pull out another game or two. So I'm excited to see Pittsburgh with a quarterback again, someone who can throw the ball, can move. And I think it's a good move for the Steelers. And I think it does enough if they sign enough guys to keep them competitive in a tough AFC North. I agree. Yep. Two more quarterback moves. Carson Wentz to the Commanders. Eh. The deal that they gave him, I think it's a fine, you know. Yeah, I think Mitch is better than Wentz. I would rather have Mitch Trubisky than Carson Wentz, honestly. 100%. I could have said that years ago. Really? Yes. Did you not see that talented Colts team that's easily a playoff team wasn't because of Carson Wentz? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I, I still don't think he was objectively horrible last year. I think think he he gets a lot more hate 
than he should. But that some Jaguars of the hate is deserved. Team, I just like, I don't know, and like, I don't think the Commanders are gonna be very good next year either. I don't. I, I'd put it like this. I think Carson Wentz and Mitchell Trubisky are on very similar tiers. Yes. I could see that. So, All right. Yeah. Last last quarterback move. Kirk Cousins got $45 million for one year. Good I got a 30% Every- on a math test one time, and I think this is a worse grade than that. I no, I a lot of people dislike <laughs> that. This. Was a good one. I actually really yeah, like the one year commitment. It doesn't matter how much you give him. He took less money than was what was on his original deal. I I believe Kirk Cousins is a guy that you can win a Super Bowl with. You're just going to need a perfect team around you and let this new coaching staff go to work on him. See if you can't fix him a little bit. And I, I really think that a one-year commitment is not a huge one. And I, I, I would actually give this one like a B plus. I like, agree. It, with it's Mickey. not perfect. It's one year. You might have needed to test out Kellen Mond, but like just give it a shot. I, I, I think this will I think this will turn out nicely for Minnesota. Yeah, like Mickey said about Nelson Cruz. No one year deal is a bad deal unless you give him forty five million dollars. For Kirk Cousins. No. Well, now was the tag to that, was the Kirk, tag more money? Kirk Cousins less money. Yeah, the tag yeah. would have been more money, correct? Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Yeah. So those are pretty much the majority of the moves. Just a couple other ones. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi went to the Bears on a big deal. Good deal. Uh, I like it. A big deal for a team that's getting rid of everyone. That happened. Ryan Jensen goes back to the Bucks. The Niners get Traverius Ward at three years, $45 million. Mickey, I know you like that one. CJ Uzama yep. to the Jets, three years, $24 million. Teddy Two Gloves is going to go back up to a, in Miami. Uh, Marcus Williams, that's just about think. an hour ago to the Ravens. And Chase Daniel us, back yeah. to the Chargers. The GOAT. Yes. Thank you, Chase. Biggest move of the day. Oh, M-I-Z. one ZOU. But the last move that I want to mention, Christian Kirk getting $72 million <laughs> from the Jaguars Jeez. and Evan Ingram getting $9 million. Wow. They're going to be a lot of wide receivers this year getting Wait, overpaid. Evan Ingram signed with? The Jaguars. The Jaguars. Yes. I did not hear that. Well, they're a tight end, obviously, but mm-hmm. there's everyone's saying that he's going to be dominant in the slot. We'll see. That's what people think. I, I like Evan Ingram a lot as a... Um, developmental piece. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good deal for the Jaguars. I don't like Christian Kirk. I I love Christian Kirk. Well, I don't like the deal for Christian so, Kirk. So, Mickey, Mickey, real quick before you go, because this will help you with what you're yeah. going to say, because I know how high you are on Trevor Lawrence and what he needs around him. In the last two free agency periods, the Jaguars have spent $117.5 million on their receiving corpse. That group is Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, and Evan Ingram. So not exactly... The crazy big names you want to put around not, a young quarterback. Not ideal. I, I I think a big part of this kind of reflects on the free agency market as a whole. The last couple of years, there has been an unbelievable amount of influx of talent into the league. Like two years ago, that wide receiver class was unbelievable. Even last year, it was it was a pretty deep wide receiver class in the draft. And then, you know, you had some free agents out there. And so finally we're seeing this wide receiver market get a little bit starved out a little bit more. And Mm -hmm. this is what happens. Wide receivers are so valuable in this league. And and Christian Kirk getting this deal is just another example of that. I really don't like this deal for Jacksonville. I really don't. I I don't like either. And then they released miles. Jack severely overpaid for them. And that there are options in this year's draft that they could have gotten for, for, you know, five years that are so much cheaper. And I think overpaying for him is now going to make the wide receiver market even that more crazier this year. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break before we get into March Madness. I know the show before us went three hours talking about the brackets. We're going to try to keep it under half an hour. And this will be, like I said, madness. We'll be right back on the Packed House. 
Welcome back to the Packed House. Aiden O'Connor and Grant Salzman in studio. Mickey Doolittle joining us from home. Mickey, you still got us? I got Look you right that. here. It's beautiful. And so. nothing more beautiful than a <laughs> printed out bracket. Grant and I both have one in front of us. We are going to start. Mickey, you got a bracket in front of you? We're going to start with the top left. I got the west. my bracket. Hold up. So here's how we're going to do it. It's the packed house bracket, right? Yep. We got, uh, well, I already wrote in the one seed. Gonzaga's going to win. So for every matchup, two-thirds majority, that team wins. So for Boise State Memphis, I got the Boise State Broncos. Aiden? I'm going with Memphis. Mickey, you're the tiebreaker. All right. I got Boise State. Ah. I got the Mountain West. They're a very good conference. Boise State coming out of there. I think they're going to pull this one out. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. UConn versus New Mexico State. A lot of people are high on New Mexico State. I think UConn has too much size. That's my vote. Aiden? I'm with you, Grant. A lot of people picking that upset. I don't like it. I like UConn. Mickey, what would yours be if you it mattered? If it mattered, I actually have New Mexico State. So I'm, I'm outvoted here. Oh, but Unfortunate. <laughs> um, Arkansas, Vermont. I got Arkansas. I think they also... I love Vermont a lot. I really think they're a good team. I just think Arkansas has too much talent, too much athleticism, and they're going to overwhelm Vermont in a very good, close game. I think Arkansas moves on. Yeah, I. this is another one. This is the another team that a lot of people were picking for their first-round upsets. I don't see it. I do like Arkansas's play inside. It really all depends on their guards. If they're hot, they're mm-hmm. hot. When they're not, they're Katie really Dote. not. Yep. So I'm going to go with Arkansas. The must-bust moves on. Mickey? I, I think you're exactly right, Aiden. Uh, I think, again, if the guards are hot, you know, this team can go. The sky's the limit for this team. I, Arkansas has been so hot yep. throughout the second half of this year. I think they'd take this one pretty easily. All right, next up, Alabama versus the winner of Rutgers-Notre Dame. I think Rutgers is going to beat Notre yep. Dame and then 100%. defeat Alabama. 100%. Aiden? I'm with you. Exact okay. same way. Mickey? Alabama's been struggling. Do we all three have this upset? Yeah. I think we do. But I will say, all right. I think if Notre Dame beats Rutgers, Alabama wins. Yes. But it's right now we rely, got Rutgers. Yeah, so it's there we go. Rely on tomorrow night. Um, Tech versus Montana State. We all have Tech. I got Tech. All right. Yeah, I got Tech. Davidson versus Michigan State. This is a very interesting matchup to me. I think Davidson's heavily underseeded. I'm going to go with the Davidson Wildcats to pull it off. I do think they're underseeded. I really like the way they get the ball in the paint. They play that gritty basketball. I'm still going to go with Sparty. Okay. Mickey, you're the tiebreaker. I I got Michigan State. I, I think Michigan State pulls this one out. Davidson, I think this is, like you said, Grant, this is one of the more interesting first-round matchups. Yeah. This in the San Francisco game. So, yeah, I actually do have Michigan State winning all this. Right. We all got um, Duke, I'm assuming. Unanimously on that we one. I don't know. Duke. Have you seen? No, I'm joking. Baylor <laughs> yeah. over Norfolk State is a lock. So we're going to go to the 8 9 North That's Carol- what you think. You think it's a I lock. I think it. I Until hate Norfolk, Norfolk State, State. Yeah. pulls one out. Um, we're all picking Baylor. Um, North Carolina Marquette. I love North Carolina. I think North Carolina is dangerous in the second round, too. I'm going to go NCU in this one. Mickey, I'm, or UNC. I'm, I'm also going to go with UNC. Marquette has had a very up and down season. The problem is the down part has come of late. Yes. Mickey? Who would have your team Grant, had been? I got, I got North Carolina in the Sweet 16. So wow. yes, definitely okay. North I, Carolina. I agree with you on that one. Actually, I might too. I so might we got St. Mary's versus the winner of Wyoming, Indiana. And while Wyoming, Indiana, especially Indiana, have been playing very good mm-hmm. lately, Wyoming not so much. Indiana impressed me in Champ Week, but I think St. Mary's is too um, fundamentally sound, and I'm going to go St. Mary's. I'm also going to go with St. Mary's over Indiana. I think Indiana wins tonight. I also think Indiana got completely screwed. Michigan getting in over them is that that yeah. I don't think that's yeah, right. I and agree. Texas A&M not getting in at all. 
Those are my two. Texas that, A&M not yeah, getting in that's is criminal. a travesty. Yes. It is awful. The way they played throughout the SEC tournament is just unacceptable how they did not get in. The here. worst part about it, too, when they showed the first four out, they were the fourth team out, yeah. Texas A&M. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I simply don't understand Dangerous that. Dangerous in the NIT. Go Billikens, though, in that one right there. Um, we got UCLA-Akron, the Zips of Akron. I got UCLA Bruins. Yeah, see you, Zips. Let's go Bruins. Right. UCLA. Texas, Virginia Tech, Tech playing very well. I think Virginia Tech yep. is going to beat the struggling Texas and pull off the upset. Yeah, Tech is red hot. I mean, they beat Duke, they beat everyone. Obviously, they won the ACC tournament, and I think it's going to continue, but only till the next round. Mickey? We are all on the same page Perfect. today. Look Virginia at us. Tech in the upset. We all three can take that one. Purdue versus Yale. I think Purdue has too many scores. Yale has one very good guard, but I think Purdue overwhelms them and 100%. dominates. Yeah. Just feed Edie. I agree. That's my that's my yeah. player of the tournament. I love watching Zach Edie play. All right, we got Murray State for San Francisco. I love San Francisco, but I think the Murray State team is too strong. They're so competitive. They dominated the OVC, and I think Murray State's going to continue this hot streak and beat San Francisco. Yeah, Mickey, I hope you're not going with the home cooking here in San Francisco because I'm also going with Murray State. I actually do. Go Dons. This is one of the more interesting first-round matchups that I think is here uh, San Francisco, very strong team. I do have them winning, but then going out in the next round. So that doesn't matter. That's but, what I like yeah. about some of these upsets. You you look at the seven and the 10, and then you look at the other side, obviously it all really depends when you're picking these brackets and whether you're throwing it in for money or something, you can pick Murray state or San Francisco all you want, but Kentucky's beating them next. Yeah. Round. And like, that's the thing with um, upsets is you got to think about what is everyone else going to pick up, yeah. especially if you're in a group with friends, mm-hmm. maybe you want to go UNC over Baylor, but probably not a lot of people are going to have that. If they lose, if you think Baylor's going to lose in the next round, maybe you go UNC. But it's all about risk, and even though you want to go with your gut sometimes, if other people aren't going to have that, there's no point. You know, if you're trying to beat your buddies in a bracket, yes. you know, that's the important thing. Upset value potential, whatever the yeah, term is. Exactly. Exactly. Arizona over Wright State or Bryant. I think Bryant wins tonight. Hold on, against hold on. We missed State. one. We missed one. We missed the Kentucky, Kentucky over game. the Peacocks. Yeah. St. We Pete. got Kentucky. Where is St. Pete? Peters. They've got an awesome mascot. They play, but. they play good defense, but not going to be enough to the overwhelm thi- Kentucky. The thing is, this always happens, and it's crazy. One team with a weird mascot always always upsets. The, you Delaware got the Blue Hens. Anteaters of UEC Irvine. Uh, Rhode Island Rams always pulled one out. So there's there's some mascot potential here, but yeah. I think Kentucky wipes the floor yeah. with them. Um, when were, I was when I was covering the SEC tournament, I was in the uh, press conference with Coach Calipari one night. And he said he had one of the funniest quotes ever posted on Twitter. It was like there was this is kind of unrelated, but it was he was like, I'd heard that there was people expected another team to have more fans than us here because they uh, (laughs) Kentucky absolutely sold that arena out. And he he said, are you smoking, you know, some sort of drug? Are you crazy? And he said that in a press conference and it was hilarious, but yeah, com- kind of unrelated, but cool yeah, little so, quote. That uh, unless you, unless you bought drugs from coach Cal, I think Kentucky's moving <laughs> out. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think Bryant wins tonight over Wright state. And, but obviously we have, oh, we the haven't Arizona wildcats. We haven't mentioned this yet. And we have no such time to mention it here. How about the absolute Royal rumble? Yeah. Between Wagner and Bryant last yeah, week. That was intense. Oh my that was And the coach wearing a jersey just adds to it all, and that was nuts. Yeah. But that was we have no time to talk about that and no time to talk about Brian beating we're gonna, Arizona. It's we're not happening. Push on Seton Hall, TCU. I got TCU. I got the Horn Frogs. I think they are gonna overwhelm Seton Hall and come out with on top. Um pull off the little upset. Yeah, I 
I agree with you. I think TCU has been playing a lot of opponents close lately, but I do think this is going to be a very close game. And mm-hmm. I could obviously, I could honestly see it going either way, but I'm going to go with TCU as well. Yeah, and then we have we move on to Houston UAB the twelve fives. I the fives are strong, the twelves are weak this year. I think of any twelve five, this UAB game yep. is has the most potential to be the twelve five upset. I sadly don't think it's gonna happen. Talking to Jonathan um to Liddy before this, he kind of convinced me Houston's too strong for UAB, too much athleticism. I think they will be able to use that to their advantage and beat UAB. I also agree, Houston over UAB, but if this is that crazy upside of the tournament, UAB is that team this year, yeah. I could easily see it happening. I could, Yes, yeah, same. Mickey? A buddy of mine has UAB in the Elite Eights. That's wow. not what I have. How much Houston did he pay Coach Cal for the bag? <laughs> That's horrible. We got the Fighting Illini. <laughs> horrible. The Fighting Illini versus Chattanooga. This one, I think, is going to be a very good game. Oh, I thought you were taking Chattanooga. I, I, I think it's going to be a good game, but I do have Illinois. I have Illinois, too, but I really don't like... This Illinois team is not as strong as a lot of people no, think. No, I think Chattanooga's going to give them a lot of problems, though. I think it's going to be a very mm-hmm. good game. I have Illinois as well, but they. I also have them losing in the round of 32. There we go. Um, Colorado State and Michigan. Everyone's high on Michigan. Everyone wants them to win. I got the Colorado State Rams. I think they are good. I think Michigan's overseeded. I think they might be a little underseeded. Give me Colorado State. I really think Michigan shouldn't have even gotten in, let alone automatically and not in a first four game. I do like Colorado State a lot, but somehow, some way, I do think Michigan wins this game. They play great defense. I love Hunter Dickinson on the inside, and I'm going. I'm going with uh, Blue. What's their mascot again? Just Big Blue. Blue. Big Blue. Big the Wolverines. Blue. Wolverines. Wolverines. There it yeah. is. Mickey. I originally had Colorado State, but just now oh, I switched Michigan it to Michigan oh. because I like the thought process of know. them just barely getting in, probably not deservedly, and just winning here. However, I do have them losing in the next round to yeah. the, next, the winner of the next game. This, yes. is, this is another game where I think I can just say Tennessee over Longwood, and then I think yes. we move Tennessee past Michigan but or Colorado The thing State. is, I love Longwood. I think they're a very competitive 14 seed. Watched them a lot in their Big South. think Against another three seed, they might have potential to win. But we're going Tennessee in this one. Moving on to Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago. I got the upset. I love Loyola, Chicago. I think they're going to pull it off again. So my thing with Loyola, Chicago this year is they are nowhere close to what the teams Mm-mm. of the past have been. They have but no. Ohio Crutwig. State's terrible. Yes, they have no Crutwig. They get Marquise back. Marquise Kennedy, go Crusaders. Went to high school with him. Um, they get Marquise back. I like Ugak in the middle, or however you say that guy's name. And obviously, you got two of the same guards in Norris. I'm. I also picked Loyal Chicago, but only because of the fact that Villanova is going to beat either of these teams in the mm. next round. But I'm really not that high on Loyal this year. Mickey, I agree with Aiden. Okay, perfect. We got Villanova beating the Delaware State Blue Hens. We got Kansas beating. I think it will be Texas Southern. Delaware State Blue Hens. Two famous Joes came out of that school. Go. Who are they? I don't know. Joe Biden, Joe Flacco. There you go. Also, Matt Nagy. Wow. Three famous people. How did you know that? (laughs) I saw something, and it was like two famous Joes out of Delaware. So the president. I wonder who they could be. The president and an an elite quarterback. (laughs) Very elite quarterback. Uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) Kansas beat, knocks off Texas Southern most likely. And then here is one that's very interesting to me, San Diego State Creighton. I don't think Creighton's that good. Liddy in the show before has Creighton in the Elite Eight. Hold on, hold on. You're... I think you're, oh, I'm an idiot. Keep going. So does Creighton or San Diego State? I got San Diego State, the Aztecs, to pull off this one. 
Um, I am going to go with Creighton, and okay. I couldn't tell you why, but this is a team that I always see in the tournament, and just yeah, I they think always it's win in the tournament. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mickey. Oh, they also killed Providence. I have Creighton in this one, but you know, whoever wins this one is just going to get destroyed by Kansas. So. See, I don't think so. I think Kansas is down. I think both of these teams play good defense, especially San Diego State, and they're going to give them a game. I just think Kansas will move on still, but. Don't be shocked if Kansas plays close. Next, we got the hottest team, All maybe. Right. I wouldn't argue with that. In March, the NCAA tournament, Iowa versus Richmond, who I don't think should be as high of a seed as they are. I got Iowa in this one. I think they're too hot. I think they're playing really good basketball right now. Yep, Iowa. Yeah, they were nice in the Big Ten tournament. How about, Iowa. oh, by the way, Alex Smith, also University of Delaware. So two quarterbacks go. and a president. Well, is but it Delaware or Delaware State? University of Delaware, all of them. Oh, is this De- oh, is Delaware the Blue Hens? Or is Delaware State Blue Hens? Oh, I couldn't tell you, honestly. Um, Two elite quarterbacks. Yes. Yes. A, um, have you ever seen Nagy's <laughs> Arena Football League stats? They are the yeah, most insane Three elite quarterbacks. Joe, Joe might have slung life. the rock in his day, too, yeah. for all we know. I don't I know. Didn't, yeah, I think he played high school <laughs> football. I don't know. Um, we got Providence for South Dakota State. Hold on. Are we, We're all with Iowa? Yes. How about Bohannon? I mean, he's been there for, what, 15 years? He's got to get one eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Iowa knocking off the Richmond Spiders. Next, we got... Providence Friars versus South Dakota State Jackrabbits. I got the upset. I got South Dakota State. I think they're one of the no way no, are no, so no, good in no. offensive efficiency and defense efficiency. No. I got South Dakota State. Everyone has this as their big upset in the tournament, and I seemingly don't see it. Providence is not as good as people think. I, Providence is, I think, twelve and two in games decided by five or less. Ed Cooley should be the coach of the year. I think I don't think Providence makes a run. I think they lose to Iowa in the next round, but everyone's freaking out over Providence. They've had a couple bad games. I still think the Friars win this one. I do. I really do. All right. We're going to try to speed things Hold up. On, a what does bit. Mickey have? We got oh, him. Mickey said Providence, didn't he? This is the tiebreaker. Grant Salzman, I agree with you. Oh, oh, oh I wrote down Providence. Everybody <laughs> thinks. I don't know, man. I, I got really... the upset in this one. South Dakota State to the second Let's round. Let's go. I don't see it. We got LSU, Iowa State, both terribly awful on offense, good on defense. I got LSU. Go Xavier Pinson. I got the upset. I got Iowa State. Mickey. I have Iowa State as well. Next, we got Wisconsin and the toothpaste school Colgate mouth shots. I want to go Colgate really bad. I, yeah. I think Colgate's a good team, <laughs> but I think Wisconsin's going to pull it out. I expect think, a lot of mouth shots though from Colgate. Stop saying that. <laughs> um, no, I like Wisconsin. <laughs> I like Wisconsin a lot. Colgate plays the most fundamental basketball I think I've ever seen on a court. But I think Wisconsin and Johnny Davis are going to get quick. They're going to run them up and down the floor, and I think Wisconsin wins. But next, like I said, close. Next, we got the USC Trojans versus the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, wait. Yeah, Mickey, you got Wisconsin too. I think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. USC Trojans versus the Miami Hurricanes. I got USC. I think they're under-seeded. I think they're a good team. Give me USC. I've got Miami. It's all about the U, baby. Ooh. Mickey, tiebreaker. I got USC. I got (sighs) Pac-12 school going into the second round. We got... Going back up to the West, we got Gonzaga versus. We're gonna let's just finish out the West. We're gonna get our final four out of here right then. Then we'll go East. We're gonna reverse it. We're gonna reverse it. We're gonna. We started left and now to the right. We're gonna go right, finish this, then go up. Okay. Then we're gonna finish the Midwest. We're just gonna finish this region. Kansas, Creighton. I got Kansas. The school out west. I don't love them, but I think they're gonna pull it out against Creighton. I've got Creighton. Or uh, sorry, I've got Kansas over Creighton as well. Mickey, you got Kansas too. I'm assuming. 
Give me Cray. Give me Kansas. Sorry. Iowa, South Dakota State. I got Iowa. I like the Hawkeyes. Think they're a good team. Think they're gonna win this game too. Iowa. Iowa. Iowa State versus Wisconsin. I don't like Wisconsin. Think this road sets up very good for them, though. Think they're going to move on to Sweet 16. I Grant, you couldn't have said it better myself. I think Wisconsin, just because no matter who they get, whether they get LSU or Iowa State, I think, I think just, Wisconsin wins. Yeah, they're going to outscore them. Um, USC-Auburn. Auburn, I think, is my final four out of this. I think they're one of the best teams in the nation, and I think they're going to prove it right here. Jabari Smith's going to be Jabari Smith, the number one overall pick, maybe in the NBA draft, and he's going to prove why beating USC. I've got Wisconsin over Auburn. No, Auburn USC first. Oh, we got to pick that one. Auburn. Okay. <laughs> Auburn. Okay, then we go Auburn Wisconsin. <laughs> now I have Wisconsin. <laughs> I got Auburn. Aiden has Wisconsin. Mickey, you're the tiebreaker. Please make us proud you know, here. I actually have Iowa State Auburn in my bracket in this, but if it's Wisconsin, I'm gonna go Auburn. All right. Then so you have Iowa State beating Auburn. That's interesting. The yep. other regional and semifinal for the Midwest is Kansas-Iowa in our bracket. Who do we have there, boys, Kansas or Iowa? I've got the Jayhawks. I have the Jayhawks. No, I do not, actually. I have the Hawkeyes. I, I think Iowa as well. is going to overwhelm them and beat Kansas. But you guys, Mickey, yeah, so we're 2-1. to one. KU? We got, yeah, I got Kansas. KU in the final four. All right. Between KU and Auburn, it's a 1-2 regional final. I got Auburn beating Kansas if that's the matchup. Aiden, what's your prediction? I've got Kansas, too. Mickey? I actually have Auburn. There we go. SEC boys. Yep. All right. We're going to move on to the South. Arizona versus TCU. I have Arizona winning that game. Yep. Arizona. Houston versus the Fighting Illini. I have the Illinois Fighting Illini winning that game. I have Illinois, but I'm not confident whatsoever. Mickey, who Mickey, you, you want to go Houston? I got Houston. Let's take Houston. I'll go with Houston as All well. Right. Yes. Let's do it. The Houston Cougars? I don't know, something. Oh. Um, the Michigan Wolverines versus the Tennessee Volunteers. I have the Volunteers knocking off Michigan. I will also be volunteering. All right. Mickey, who would you have had? Tennessee. Loyola versus Nova. I got Nova. I will be joining you. Nova. All right. We got the regional semifinals for the South. Arizona versus Houston. I have Arizona. I also have Arizona. Tennessee versus... I have Houston, but that doesn't matter. Nope, it All doesn't. Right. <laughs> Tennessee Nova, right? Tennessee versus Villanova. I like. Do it. Do it. I'm doing it with you if you're going to do it. I'll go first if Grant's not ready. I'm taking Tennessee. I think Tennessee's better, but I think Jay Wright's too good of a coach, and Barnes is not a good coach. Give me me Nova. I don't like it at all, but give me Nova. I've got Tennessee. Mickey. Give me Tennessee. There we go. All right. Tennessee. Tennessee versus Arizona. Who are our predictions? I got the Wildcats of tennis or of Arizona. I also have the Wildcats, but I could easily see Tennessee winning this game if they get hot enough to beat Villanova. Mickey. I got Arizona. All right. We move on to the East region. Arizona's our South regional champion. So we we've got Arizona and, and Kansas, right? Versus so far. The North Carolina Tar Heels, and I think it's a unanimous decision. Go Tar Heels. Wow. Um, That's what yeah. I heard earlier, at least. North Carolina. Okay. I Yeah, obviously it doesn't Go matter what I pick. I'm going with Baylor, but I think either of those teams loses in the next round. UCLA versus the St. Mary's Gales. I like UCLA. I think they are very good and underseated. I also like UCLA. 
Mickey? Go Bruins. Go Bruins. Virginia Tech versus Purdue. Fun fact, Purdue, Davidson, and Kansas. They're, uh, Liddy was saying it earlier, they're like top 10 in offensive rank outside the top 50 in defensive. And by those metrics, mm-hmm. those teams have never made it past the Sweet 16. I like Purdue here, but it will have them falling in the next round. I've said it for, I, I've probably said it on the show, but I think Purdue's one fault if they, oh, I said it on the show last week that I forgot to record, but they I think if defense. Purdue runs into a team with a lot of quick guards, a guard heavy team that can run up and down the floor, they're going to beat them. I don't think that happens here. I've got Purdue here and Kentucky beating them next round. Kentucky versus the Murray State Racers? Yeah, Jazz not helping you this time. Kentucky. Kentucky? Mickey, Kentucky? Kentucky. And did you have Purdue beating Tech, too? Sorry, say again? You have Kentucky here. Would you have had Purdue beating Virginia Tech? Didn't ask I'm lost. Where? Oh, I have Purdue. Yeah. All okay, right. Okay, okay. Sorry. Um, we go to. I was, I was a game behind. <laughs> you're good. We go to North Carolina, UCLA. I like the Bruins. I also like the Bruins. Mickey. I like the Bruins as well. Pac-12. Perfect. Purdue versus Kentucky. Give me the Wildcats. Yep. Kentucky. Now we're, we got. We're in agreement on the. We're now in, we we're got agreement a on the battle East. <laughs> of the Blue Bloods. We're on the same. The Kentucky Wildcats versus the UCLA Bruins, the most national champions of any team ever. But I don't think this year is their year. Give me Kentucky. They got too much talent, too much size. Make it, Aiden's now, in Aiden, agreement with me. Before you go. Before I go, I already, I I already, I already, I already gave a nod to Grant. You already gave a so nod. I, I, hate to oh. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble. I hate to burst your bubble, but I'm going with Kentucky too. Come on. What now. were you going to tell me? Before I go, what were you going to tell me? You want to change my mind? I was gonna, I was gonna try and pause for dramatic effect. I got UCLA in that game. Oh well, so much for that. All right, Kentucky. All right, we go to the West. Gonzaga versus Boise State. I think Gonzaga. Everyone thinks Zags. Give us the Zags. Zags. We got UConn versus Arkansas. Give us Mizzou's rival. I want Arkansas. Must boss. Aiden or Mickey. Arkansas. Rutgers versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech, I think, is a very dangerous team in this tournament. Give me Tech. Yep. Tech. Texas Tech. Michigan State versus Duke. Duke will not lose in the round of 32 for Coach K's last season. Give me Duke. Well, you wouldn't think they'd lose on their home floor the last game for Coach K either, but yeah, I'm going with Duke. Duke. Gonzaga versus Arkansas. I think this is going to be a very good game, but give me the Zags. Zags. Yeah, as much as... My, if I had to pick one team that I wanted to win this tournament, it would be Arkansas. Now, but I'm going with Gonzaga. Give me what? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, actually, I would like They're to very see fun. JD Note is very yeah. fun. I would like to see Duke, but that's just me. I like Moss. Duke versus Texas Tech. If any team has the ability to beat Duke before they wind up against Gonzaga, I think it's the Texas Tech Red Raiders, and that's who I'm picking to defeat the Duke Blue Devils. Texas Tech. I'm going with Duke. Mickey? I'm sorry, Grant. I got Duke. <laughs> was that the dramatic effect or was the Wi-Fi slow? That was the dramatic Perfect. effect. Perfect. Now you got uh, it out of the way. Okay. <laughs> we got Gonzaga versus the Duke Blue Devils. Give me Duke. Uh, some like to zig. I'm going to zag. I, I think Gonzaga, this is their year. Wow. I got Gonzaga. All right. See, I, I have, switched up on you, Grant. See, I love Duke. <laughs> But I think they'll lose to Texas Tech. And if they beat Texas Tech, I think they'll beat Gonzaga. It's, there's so many if-thens. You know, like so, if, if one team wins, they're going to beat the next, but the other one wouldn't. Gonzaga is our West Regional Champion. We have our Final Four of the 
Gonzaga Bulldogs, Kentucky Wildcats, the Arizona Wildcats, yes, and the Auburn a lot of cats. Yep. Tigers. Wildcats. Nope. Yes, we had Auburn. This will not be correct. I can guarantee it because there's no way it will be one two versus one two. So the way but, I yeah the way I have it in my bracket that I did this morning, I had Arizona, Kansas, Kentucky, and Gonzaga, and then I looked at it and I was like, I don't like the fact that I have three one seeds yeah. and a two seed in yeah. here. Yeah. But that's basically the way we played it out yeah. too. Yeah, so. I just feel like this is um, the cream will rise to that's the top why, in that's this why tournament. I like Tennessee. <laughs> I feel like the cream's gonna rise to the top, and yeah, I like Tennessee too. I have them in my final and one and. I have two brackets. They're in Final Four and one mm-hmm. for sure. But Gonzaga versus Kentucky, I like Gonzaga. I'm with you. Mickey gets a text. Give me um, Gonzaga. Was me, actually. Aiden gets a text. <laughs> All right. On the other side of the bracket, we have Arizona versus Auburn. Give me Arizona. Ooh. See, I got Auburn. Aiden, I, in the pick, Aiden. after I did all my research, I Aiden. ended up with Kansas over Auburn. So, by Aiden. that logic, if Auburn's not even in my Final Four, how can I pick them to win? So, I'm going with Arizona as well. Okay, boys. Here is the moment everyone's been waiting for. We have the Gonzaga Bulldogs versus the Arizona Wildcats. This is my championship matchup, I will say. I think it's, my mine, it's mine too, bracket. actually, in my bracket. Give me. I got Gonzaga, Kansas in my bracket. Give me Gonzaga to win the whole thing. They're finally going to break the curse. Mark Few's going to get his title. Gonzaga's going to win. So I could be wrong, but Ari- who's Arizona's head coach? That's um, the, it was an his, assistant. It was in, because they replaced him after yeah. Sean Miller got booted. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Student meets the master type thing, and I think the master is going to get it done finally. Yeah, I think I think Mark Few and Gonzaga win this. All right, one. Mickey, for this matchup, who's your pick? I got the curse being broken as well. Go Zags. Go Zags. It's their tournament to use. Kind of lose. Kind of reminds me a few years ago with Zion and Duke and Cam Reddish and JT Barrett, except they lost that tournament. What is our final score prediction for tiebreaker reasons? Not that there's any tiebreaker. Oh. I got 77-72. Oh. I got 72-60. 72-60. Wow. I don't. Yeah. Yep. I, I think, one, it's going to be more high scoring, and two, I don't remember the last time that there was a 10-point National championship game. I think yeah, we'll we'll go by three, year, right? and I'm gonna go Gonzaga seventy five and Arizona seventy five minus three is seventy two. So let's meet in the middle and call it seventy two sixty eight seventy sixty nine six, seventy two sixty nine three point game seventy three seventy. Very sure, nice. perfect. That's perfect in the middle. Even better. What was what was last year? Baylor won, uh, but they who they killed beat? them. Really? Oh, so Baylor I was wrong. Won by like twenty. Then, then there we yeah. go. I was wrong. All right, that's our bracket. People will post it on Twitter. We'll keep up with it. I think it's going to be perfect. We're going to win the million dollars. We'll split it three ways. Packed house will go very large if we if we get a perfect bracket. Packed we're, house yeah. will. We're going to buy go. a house and we're going to pack it yeah. for sure. We will. Hey, buy remember a house. that bus you tweeted out a couple of weeks ago, Aiden? We're going to we buy will, a bus. We will we podcast out of the bus if we, we buy win bus. a million dollar bracket. I'll put it into a tournament challenge, or one of us will. And there we go. So we all have time to catch our breath now. That was a very wild show, and I think we did a good job of it. We covered most what we needed to cover, and we got through the entire bracket. With we'll be breaking down the first. Weekend of March Madness next Tuesday. Enjoy and it. Spring training starts on yeah. Thursday. We, Enjoy, we did it. Enjoy your baseball's the sports. Back, baseball's back. It's the best time of the year. I think baseball's back. NFL free agency. Everyone should be excited. 
This is a proud father moment. I think we did a very good job. We didn't have Mickey in the studio. We had a, most to cover that we've ever had to cover, and we got it done. So yeah. everyone give yourself a round of applause. And that was the packed house. We did a great job. Aiden O'Connor, Grant Salzman, Mickey Doolittle, we will see you right back here next Tuesday to break down everything. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the Enjoy madness. The